0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, where you will find messages from various speakers here at Eastgate House of Prayer Mission Base, both a house of prayer and a praying church. We pray that you are blessed through this message and that a greater measure of truth is revealed to you as you listen. So good. right father we love you continuing in our worship father I ask for grace right now to articulate your heart what you've given to me God for today given for us God as a people father I'm asking right now that you would impart what is in your heart for each one of us God those watching on the streaming the recording God I'm asking for impartation right now And I'm decreeing, God, with what you are releasing, God, that the atmosphere over this house, over this region, is shifting in a greater dimension. Amen? Amen. Holy Jesus. He is awesome. All right. Well, it's good to be back. Charles and I were, if you didn't know, we were on a little vacay up in the north. Yes, up in uh, Maliseet territory, place of the Acadian, French. Yeah, woo! Oh <laughs> little Catherine's going, woo! It was awesome. It was amazing. It was, very, it was very spirit-filled, prophetic, just the way I would want a time with the Lord. Cheryl and I had an amazing time together yeah so good so good and uh, but in the midst of it while we were away um, a friend of mine had a dream regarding ehop and the dream was a was a it's really it's staying in the vein of where we've been here this morning so we're just going to continue on in this vein um, because it's it's clear if you you don't need to be a prophet to figure this one out, okay? What, what the Lord is doing. Just in the vein of the opening to the worship songs chosen. Like, we we don't talk, so it's like we're in a vein that the Lord has chosen. And I love it. Uh, but in this dream, there was a, it was a warning dream to help us. Often when people hear a warning dream, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, no, it's... Job in the book of Job, it talks about he gives dreams, he gives visions, revelation to men, to keep them from stumbling, to keep them from falling, to keep them on track with what he's doing, what he has planned for them. So we should be super encouraged when we receive these kinds of dreams. So this is while we were away, has this dream and uh, he wants to help us move into the promises. He has for us and has given it was a dream of exposure of corrupt a corruption in our faith mm. unbelief that had to do with uh, it's like spiritual prison doors and of course he's talking about it because he's saying I'm going to move you into a place where that's not a reality turn to your neighbor said that's good news so that's what he's doing right here right now today he's just shifting everything right now so he wants to deliver us from spirit of unbelief which leads to uh, prison doors spiritual prison and robs us of receiving the promise in the dream so she had a dream within a dream Do you know what i'm talking about Is it you have a dream but you're dreaming in your dream and those are those are pretty significant um and so she's dreaming she wakes up out of the dream from uh, wakes up out of the dream within the dream and in the dream comes to me to share the dream she just had looking for the interpretation. And in it, we go through a process where I'm drawing from her and come to the conclusion where I say more than three times, I believe, is the ones who won't be captive by this are the ones moving in the Sarah anointing. Turn to your neighbor's say. The Sarah anointing, what's that? Well, I'm so glad you asked. So I said the Sarah anointing more than three times. So this is when the Lord says something once, awesome. When he says it twice, you know, shortly, assuredly, I say to you, you know, like, you better listen. When he says it three times, it's established, it's done. I'm doing this. That's what the Lord is saying. And so we should give uh, reverence to when he speaks like that. And this is about the Ehop community. Here's a question that dropped in my spirit. Is how do we have and why do we have Confidence in promises. How do we have and why do we have confidence in promises? Well, that's easy, right? Because of what we see happening all around us in our circumstances, right? Or what's on news, or how we feel, right? No, no, that's definitely not where we live out of. We don't live out of that realm. The confidence and faith we have in the promises being fulfilled is completely, absolutely rooted in this fact. That the one who promised, the one who promised is trustworthy, is faithful, he's able. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's able. He's true. Let every man be a liar, but God is true. If he speaks something, here's a question. If he speaks something, does he actually do it? What do you believe? In your heart of hearts, what do you believe? Or is he a liar? Is his track record a failure as a father? The answer is, of course not. Beloved, we must grapple with this until we figure out In our own hearts and as a community, do I consider him faithful, who has promised? If he spoke it, he will do it. He will fulfill the promise, amen? And here's the truth. I'd rather die believing than perish in unbelief in the land of the living. In a heartbeat, I would rather die believing God than to perish than over the next twenty whatever years the Lord might give, living a life and in the realm of unbelief. It's like the walking dead. No thank you. Sign up for that, it says nobody. Scripture says it clear I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I myself would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So, the Sarah anointing. Question I want to ask you. Question you're to ask yourself, really. Which laughter are you harboring? Which laughter are you harboring? Is your, is our laughter in this season going to be rooted in unbelief that is unable to conceive promises? Genesis 18, 13 to 15. And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? The Lord said, is anything too hard for the Lord? she laughed is anything too hard the Lord said is anything too hard for the Lord let the exchange happen right now like let's not not, we know there'd be better entertainers here to amuse you like like, let the question of what the Spirit is saying, the statement of what He's saying, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, this is what the Lord says. At the appointed time. When? When? The appointed time there's an appointed time at the appointed time i will return according to the time of life and sarah shall have a son but sarah denied it saying i didn't laugh for she was afraid And he said, no, but you did laugh. Not angry, not, you know, no, you did laugh. Beloved, could I suggest to you that this is a perfect example, what's happening with Sarah and the Lord in this moment, it's a perfect example of the Holy Spirit and fire's function. What's happening and being challenged in the heart, is what the Holy Spirit, the Promised One, and the fire, this is what it does. And we cannot, I'm telling you, it's impossible to manipulate the Son of Man whose eyes are like fire. No, I didn't laugh. You can't manipulate son of God he is the truth himself like those eyes of love just again not angry not like big heavy but it's just like oh you did laugh you're not going to manipulate me don't speak what's not true I know you're afraid we'll deal with your fear but don't lie to me and don't lie to yourself I am the truth you're called to be just like me or is your your or our laughter in this season going to be rooted in faith everybody say faith that is able to conceive faith conceives and bring forth the promises of God Somebody say amen. Genesis 21, 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he said. Do you get that? I'm just going to slow down here because it's like he did what he said he would do. He visited Sarah as he said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. Man. Wow. I'm serious. Like like I feel honestly I feel like the a mixture of the majesty, the fear of God just resting on me right now. It's like son everything that I have spoken I will do. I will do it. Your job, Kirk, is to believe. I want you to hear the testimony of the faithfulness of the one who spoke. The Lord visited and as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his, I love that how it puts, in his old age. <laughs> the set time of, the set time of which God had spoken to him. So what God said in the timing, that's exactly what he did. And Abraham called the name of his son who bore to him, uh, who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac, which means he laughs. He laughs. Then Abraham circum- uh, circumcised his son Isaac. <laughs> Oh, there's, I'm just getting downloads right now. Abraham circumcised his laughter, consecrated his laughter, shifted his laughter, and his son Isaac was born to him. Where's Cheryl? Is she here? I JUST THINK IN ANOTHER 50 YEARS WE SHOULD HAVE ANOTHER ONE. (laughs) WHY NOT? ONLY A (laughs) HUNDRED. MY LITTLE PETUNIA? A little sweet pea, let's have another one in 50 years. (laughs) That's what was going on. Abraham was 100, 50, that was real. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. This is a different laughter, beloved. This is a joy that comes in seeing a promise fulfilled. I'm going to say it again. This is the joy, the laughter that comes when a promise has been fulfilled. She also said... I love this. She's literally boasting in the Lord. She said, who would have said to Abraham, that 100-year-old man, who would have said to him that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. (laughs) I love it. I love the wording of it. Yeah. Sarah's laughter is joy boasting in the Lord. It's time to boast in the Lord. So, coming back to the dream, while this uh, dreamer, with regards to the Sarah anointing, that happened on July 2nd, while that was happening, we were away Charles and I were walking along the seashore every day. Every day we walked about 6K together and just talked, dream, pray together. It was awesome. I love it. Highly encourage it for every couple. We we're dreaming with God together. Saying we just want to invest what whatever days we have into this generation, whether it's a week or whether it's fifty years, just want to leave it on the field for the, this generation, for the next generation. That—that that was what was flowing. I'm just letting you into a little bit of a intimate time together of just talking, and it's just like we just we we literally just—that's all we want. You can have the other stuff. We, we don't care. We we just, we want this. This is what we want. And you see this, as it was said with David in the book of Acts, it says, David fulfilled the purposes of the Lord in his generation. I want you to think about that statement for a moment. The testimony of David was with Whatever he's had to walk through, you know, the highs, the lows, the failure, like all of that stuff. It said, This is a testimony in Acts. David fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled the purposes of the Lord in his generation. That to me is amazing. That's a dream come true right there to hear that statement. Man. I don't know if it gets better than that. What a joy and a privilege we have. So while we were up there, I, I mean for the week or two, I'm still seeing it. I'm just seeing 111 11 all the time. Just 111. 11. Anybody else seeing 111 11 recently? Yeah? Okay, a number of those love those intercessors. Um, seeing it all the time. And so the last night I have a dream. Uh, and uh, it's in regards to a call of EHOP. And we were, we were in this new place, new location, and there was a couple thousand, I would guess, you know, of young adults that were just piling in. And uh, the thing about this was, and that's, when I say that, I'm, I'm just sharing a dream. It doesn't mean if you're not a young adult you're disqualified I mean I might as well leave then you know like drop the mic and leave it's no but there's something in the heart of God what's being spoken every we stepped into a blessing and a work that we did not labor into yeah do we realize that like we are reaping blessing from somebody else's labor and so it will be for the next generation because our God is a God who serves his people, and we're to be like him and to serve, amen? So we learn love this way. And so this room was filled with all of these young adults, and it was precious, holy surrender. That's what I would describe. It was a, it was heart, it was a heart of a generation that I would call it rabid worship. like rabbit like I I I don't care what the person next to me thinks like I I must just give myself to him he's worthy and they were answering the call it felt like a massive like mission based kind of feel and and these ones were just saying I just want to give everything to him that was the heart attitude it wasn't I want to be a superstar a platformer it was just like no I want to die for him was what the feel was in the room I'm ready to be a martyr for him that's that's what the what was in the room it it carried that kind of holy on it and in the midst of it Bill Johnson is beside me again a dream Um, but he's inside he's he's beside me and I know we're having some dialogue and then it shifts into where I'm feeling the unction, how sometimes I feel to step into a prophetic moment in the midst of just trying to find the heart of the Lord. And uh, But I'm stepping into a moment, I'm I'm going to, I feel the unction to start to go, to step in. And then Stacy Campbell comes in, some of you know her. Uh, um, she steps in and she looks at me and she says, you have to lead, you have to lead. And I said, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, She's like a general, right? Big mama. and it's a, She's a little mama. Um, but but she's like, you have to lead. I said, I, I know, I know. And so I started with one verse. And the moment, like it was by the second or third word, the whole room, like, was, like, I'm telling you, it was live. Like, it was, everything was breaking open. And these ones were just, it's like, give us a nations. Give us the soul. Like, they, it was just, <sighs> Hard to put words to, you know, the weight of glory, really, uh, of the kingdom. Um, and so, uh, anyways, that was, that was really weighty, that experience. And so I, I came out of that. I knew I had to release my voice. That song, I, it was just a cappella, I just re- started to release my voice which caused the voice of a generation to be released. And I believe that, again, context, Z-Hop, I think you, I think you guys need to hear that, you know, of regarding the voice. It wasn't about instruments. It was actually about the voice. Um, and at once, with one heart, one voice, one spirit, there was an eruption, uh, rabid worship. It was global, and the nation's... The resources were also there in the dream. There was, there was, there were things there that told me that every resource that would be needed for it financially was there. So I came out of that dream. Um, this is at Chantel's place up north, and came out of that dream, and then the Lord pulled me into a vision, and into the vision. Um sounds funny, but Cheryl's standing with Chantel and Chantel comes with the baby girl swaddled that I just gave birth to. Thank you. Uh, uh, (laughs) He is able. (laughs) Amen. He is he is able this beautiful baby girl swaddled put in front of my face and I looked into her eyes and we just locked without blinking and it was like she it was spirit to spirit and I knew this was the vision of the Lord this is what is in his heart of what he's birthing he's birthing in the hour. this is what he's doing right now and it was just like And then it came back to i was in the vision i'm now walking along the shore again with cheryl walking along the sand of the seashore and all i could think about was the times and the generations generations past and the generations to come like the sand on the seashore And it was like god is birthing something of a global magnitude and it's just like i'm sharing it because he's speaking it that's why i'm sharing it with you this is what he's saying. So the Sarah anointing was about giving birth. You know, friends having a dream here, or we're away up there. She's having a dream about the Sarah anointing, which is giving, it was about the promise and giving birth, right? And I'm up there having a dream vision and you know to go with the dream of giving birth so the Sarah anointing to give birth to the promises the Lord accounted uh, his account of Sarah's uh, faith we're going to finish with this Hebrews 11:11 11, 11. again 1111 11 is what I was getting I didn't really know why until She shared the dream with me about the Sarah anointing. I was like, that's in Hebrews 11. Oh, I think it's Hebrews 11. And so here we'll share it. Everybody say, by faith. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength. How are you going to receive strength? By faith. For what? To conceive seed, to conceive the promise of God. And not only just conceive the seed, but also to uh, give birth to the child, to see the promise fulfilled. Not just carry the promise within you, but to actually see it. How many wanna see fruitfulness? Amen? It's like, there are, there's the season of caring, but then there's a season of answered prayers. There's a season where the promises do get realized. And she bore a child when she was past the age. Seeming. Anybody ever have a promise where you're like, seem like it's, is that even real anymore? Does that even exist? Is it over? Did I miss it? Like all of that stuff. This was a promise seeming out of time, past, very past due. But with God, it was at the appointed time. At the time that I said. You mean your timing wasn't my timing? That's so weird. He has a timing for everything. So when she was past of age, because why, why did she receive all of this? This is why, because she judged him. Yeah, she judged God. This is the verdict that she came to, the conviction that she came to. She judged him faithful who had promised. That was her conviction. She came to that place. He is faithful. The one who promised is faithful. Therefore, because of that conviction and living in that conviction, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand on the seashores, which we spent the week walking up and down, praying over. About a promise, being born. About a generation. Hmm. Why don't we stand together and pray? Father, right now, we bind our heart to your heart. We make this, it is about you. It's not even about the promise, it's about the one who promised. And father right now we decree that the Sarah anointing is being poured out and received in the realm of the spirit over ehop family we decree right now that all unbelief is being consumed by the gift and fire of the faith of God that is rising up within us We decree that the laughter that is being released here is a good laughter, a faith laughter, a joy laughter, a laughter that believes, that is strength to conceive and to give birth to the prophetic promises that you have given and spoken to us. We decree that those promises that you have spoken as with Sarah you will fulfill in the set times and it is time for giving birth and seeing and tasting promises fulfilled in Jesus name if you can agree with that let's hear an amen amen, amen. amen. Whew. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. To find more teaching resources or to join us via live stream, visit our website at eastgatehouseofprayer.ca.